And another thing And another thing Welcome to another edition of And Another Thing, the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. My name is Tony Clement. And I guess based on recent reports or an article I at least saw in the National Post with some of the online brouhaha that's going on with the current liberal government at the federal level is that podcast as an example, like not, not ours, because I think you have to be in a, at a certain level of um, revenue generation, but podcasts, if they're at, they, if they reach a threshold of revenue generation, they have to um, register themselves with CRTC. Is that, is that right? Yeah. I, I'm that? a bit confused. I, I confess I'm a bit confused whether it's, I think the threshold is like $10 million, which Obviously, oh. it wouldn't be any. We're not quite there, Jody. I, I you just know, under. We just just, just under. barely missed it. But I don't know whether that's the server or the podcast. Like if we're if we're hosted by Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeart, which we are, they would they would have to register, and therefore, do we come under their uh, registration? You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but it's you know. Meanwhile, the, the liberal government, oh no, podcasts won't be affected. Social media won't be affected by C eleven, the bill that passed, the on online something act, and uh, but yes, now again, here we are, and uh, the CRTC is wants to regulate podcasts. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. An interesting time to be alive, as the millennials would say. They would say that. They do. They do say that. This show each week is brought to you by John Mutton and the crew at Municipal Solutions, their team, uh, our presenting sponsors since day one. And I've lost, I know you keep track of this. I've lost track of how many episodes, but I believe we're on like, I know we're on uh 19 to 20, 21, 22. We must be coming up on four years. Yeah, I think yeah. we are coming up on yeah. four years. Yeah, you're Gosh, right. You know what? I think October will be, I think this month is our fourth, yeah. is our fourth year. Yeah, we'll be going into yeah. our fifth year. Yeah, you're right. Four, wow. four full years. Wow, that's crazy. So anyway, yeah, the team at Municipal Solutions, uh, we certainly appreciate their support. And I know you can share a little bit more about what they do. I would like to do that, Jody. Uh, we do indeed thank Municipal Solutions for their ongoing uh, sponsorship. Of course, uh, John Mutt and the gang are working hard as Ontario's leading MZO firm. Development approvals, permit expediting, planning services, all with municipalities, engineering and architectural services with municipalities, minor variances, land severances, building permits. You got it. If, uh, if you have these municipal uh, solutions needs uh, for municipalities, uh, then uh, John is your guy and you can reach them at municipalsolutions.ca. Uh, secondly, of course, on Terrestrial Radio, we have our Terrestrial Radio partner, huntersbayradio.com, 88.7 FM. Every Saturday morning, they have a whole suite of podcasts, including yours truly. So do... Uh, do take them in. There might be some good podcasts for you on that. And then we have our 
two new sponsors, Jody. I'm very, very pleased to have these uh, sponsors as part of our roster now. Uh, the first one is the HarrisLegacy.ca. There's a new book about Mike Harris uh, that is uh, just coming out. Uh, we're, we're basically living in Mike Harris's Ontario today. It was actually 20 years ago today, Jody, as we yeah. record this, that I lost my seat in the Ontario legislature. I was Minister of Health, health at the time, but the, the this is 20 years ago today that Dalton McGinty was elected. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. That was uh, 2003. So, but uh, this is about the Harris sort of era, the Mike Harris era in Ontario. You can explore uh, through this book, The Harris Legacy Reflections on a Transformational Premier. Uh, essay contributors include David Frum, Jack Mintz, uh, Gord Miller, who was the, uh, the first environment uh, uh, officer, uh, David Hurley, uh, who's our, who's our, uh, you know, he's somebody that we, uh, we, we joust with because he's got a, he, apparently he's got a podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's all edited by Alistair Campbell. Go to the harrislegacy.ca and you can order yours, pre-order yours. I guess so they're still in that stage, uh, right now, the harrislegacy.ca. And then finally, 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 finally. If you enjoy this show, Jody, and I know you do, we think you'll love the podcast Not Reserving Judgment from our friends at the Canadian Constitution Foundation, which is a charity dedicated to a freer Canada. In each episode, the hosts Josh DeHaas, Joanna Barron, and Christine Van Gyne update you on the latest legal news, tell you about legal stories that you might have missed, and give their bad legal takes of the week where they take a lighthearted look at legal opinions that didn't quite land. Not reserving judgment isn't just for lawyers. It's a show for all Canadians who care about their rights and freedoms. The hosts aren't afraid of controversial topics. In recent episodes, they've tackled so-called residential school denialism, Benjamin Netanyahu's constitutional reforms in Israel, and proposals to require parental consent for childhood gender transition. Find Not Reserving Judgment wherever else you get your podcasts. Download the latest episode today, Jody. Wow, you really sold that. I did. I'm, you know, we, we, these Bentleys don't pay for themselves. <laughs> That's it's, my, new, uh, my favorite new saying. It's it's funny because I was just thinking as we were listing off the sponsors, reminds me of the old days when we had lots of sponsors. So I'd like to see that. Um, it'd be funny if we did like a twenty minute podcast where we had like forty sponsors, <laughs> and that's all. That's all we did. And that's then all we, we did. Get, once we get to the last sponsor, we just say we'll see you next week. Well, Jody, we're out of time. Yeah, <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been another great show. It's, uh, <laughs> We just called it Sponsors with Tony and Jody. You got <laughs> it. Yeah. No, it's great to have these sponsors. You know, we've had... We, go ahead. You know, we've had sponsors come and go, which is fine. That's the, that's the way it works in podcast world. But uh, we see, seem to be attracting new sponsors, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm looking at the HarrisLegacy.ca right now. It looks like an interesting book. I'm going to... Once we're done this show, I'm actually going to check out. They've got some audio and video clips I want to check out. So, oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. let me know what that's about. Yeah, so it's uh, and we are going to have the editor, uh, Alistair Campbell, on a future show. So uh, we'll hear a lot more about it then too. And I wonder if we'll get a signed signed copy of that book, each of us. 
I think we deserve that, don't we? I don't want to mention any other authors that have been on our show that I have not received signed copies of their works, but I think if you... We had thought. that guy uh, that, that it was the former CSIS officer. Remember him? Yeah, I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about... There's another guy that's been on our show a couple times, but... Uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll okay. Leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He knows who he is. (laughs) Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know. I know that you know, and I know know that you know, and he knows that we know. Yeah. In fact, we should get him back on. I won't say who it is, but well, uh, we could try. (laughs) I'm not sure he'd be entirely willing, but uh, maybe Warren Kinsella. He's an author. Should get him back on. Yes. Yes. I mean, I should just collect the. You know what? I'm trying to think of how many books I have actually. I was trying to think of how many books I have that are actually signed by the author, and I can I can think of two, and they're actually golf books. Oh, one that, is okay. uh, one is the life story of Mo Norman, uh, okay. which was done by Tim O'Connor, Tim O'Connor, who's been on our show. Yes, Tim <laughs> has he's a good, good friend. And then the other one is uh, the Mike Weir book uh, by Lauren Rubenstein. So he signed that for me. I've actually played golf with Lauren before. We should get him on the show sometime, but. Well, and uh, maybe, uh, I don't know whether you're interested. I, I was at this very interesting event last week um, about the uh, commemorating the 1972 Canada-Russia Summit Series. Okay. Which, which culminated on September 28th, 1972 with the big goal by Paul Henderson. If you're of a certain age, you remember that. It's an historic goal because we won the game six to five and we won the series, uh, the eight game series as a result of that goal, which, which he scored with 34 seconds left, I think. And, uh, so there's, right. um, uh, I went to see, there's a book, uh, that it was, uh, ba- there was a, 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 what am I trying to say? There was a documentary made of this called the icebreaker, the 72 summit series, which I, I saw the filming of uh they showed the film uh and it's based on a in part by a book by gary smith called ice war diplomat and he was a diplomat in the in the canadian embassy in moscow during the 72 summit series he's got some great stories about uh negotiating with the soviets for this series and there were 2700 canadian fans who made their way to moscow to cheer canada on and uh they were way louder than the uh, Russians in the stands, uh, and they got into all sorts of trouble as well, and because they they were considered the enemy of the people. Uh, and uh, so there's uh, anyway, it's uh, maybe we should get one of these uh, folks on the show too, because uh, if you're of a certain age, and maybe if you're not, like this was the the first real international hockey series. I mean, you talk about the Olympics, but we never sent our pros to the Olympics, right? In those days, yeah. we sent our yeah. amateurs and the, the Russians who had this system of, uh, of having their pros as part of their, the red army or the, the red air force or whatever they would, they would clean our clocks until this particular series, which everybody in Canada thought we were going to win the series eight, nothing. And we eked out a, a victory just in the last second. So it was, it was really, uh, it really changed the game of hockey and uh, international play. And uh, I was uh, very fortunate to have Paul Henderson uh, 
there at this event too, uh, whom I, I've known for years previously, and uh, he still talked about the experience. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was really quite something to, to relive that part of history again. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. How old is he now then, the Henderson? Well, he'd be, uh, I guess, in his 70s, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and definitely. you think you can get him on, eh? You know, well, I don't know. Uh, we we because we had Marcel Dion on, and he was uh, he didn't play. Uh, he was like a twenty year old at the time, uh, just starting his NHL career. But he was one of the backup uh, skaters. But he he went to, uh, he went to Moscow to cheer on the team and to be part of the team, even though he didn't play. Um, so we've had Marcel on, but if we could get Paul on, or or even even one of the producers of this uh, documentary, it would be quite interesting, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you have your marching orders. Go get it done. Uh, get it done. Um, speaking of staying with sports, or speaking of sports, uh, the Blue Jays in the playoffs. Kind of a backdoor way to get in, though, right? I know they lost. Like they, they certainly <laughs> didn't win their way in. They lost. They lost, uh, they lost the game and then they celebrated. Yeah, <laughs> it's so I mean, weird. And, but and I mean, if I guess and look, anything can happen in the playoffs. But like, I guess too, the fact that I I look at it this way because I'm a longtime Jays fan. I watch every single game. The fact that they're playing the Twins, not Tampa, in the first round does make yeah. me happy. But yeah. again, I know anything can happen. But you know, three game series. I I would like Gosman Bassett. I I don't see us losing uh, to Minnesota. So, yeah, but uh, all three are in Minnesota, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's because uh, it's just uh, it's just the wild card. So yeah. Okay. I looked at I looked at MLB.com ranked the pitching staffs and the offensive lineups. Right. For all okay. 12 teams that are in the playoffs. Now, the Jays, just because they've kind of underperformed, I'm just making sure I have it here. I wanted to bring it up again. But um, because they've underperformed offensively, the Jays were ranked, I believe, seven or eight. Yeah, eighth. Okay. But on the pitching side, the Jays are ranked second behind the Brewers. Is that so, right, eh? Yep. Toronto is the only major league team with four starters who have logged at least 160 innings, that being Bassett, Barrios, Gosman, and Kikuchi. So how's Gosman playing these days? Excellent. Okay. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I Gosman and Bassett in a three game series, like I'm assuming it goes, I'm assuming Kevin Gosman pitches game one. I'm assuming Bassett pitches game two mm. and you don't even have to play game three. So yeah. 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 Opinion, true. But. We'll we'll see what happens. Personally, right, right now, I put Chris Bassett in the first game, but that's just that's just me. But so, uh, what what sort of offensive power does uh, Milwaukee have? No, no, but that they were they were first in pitching. Sorry, I, I meant uh, Minnesota. In Minnesota, uh, I mean, they've got a they've got a solid lineup in terms of of who's playing for them, but. I mean, they're the, the the division they're in. I'm pretty sure that uh, that was the division that at some point, even during this season, uh, you could have a losing record and you were leaving leading the division, right? Right, 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 um, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I'm just looking over some of the stuff here. Even, I mean, three of their best players are are decent players. 
were actually on the injured list right now down the stretch. So I mean, it's uh, you know, it's just not they're not a, they're not great overall in my yeah. opinion. Yes, they're in the playoffs, but they play in a very very weak division. But you know, a Blue Jays offense has been pretty sketchy here and there, eh? Yeah, no, I know that's. But I mean, if they go on a heater though, yeah, I think that's where I think that's where it, it really could change, right? Like I think the Jays, you know, could could really turn it on. So well, I, I mean, the first, first game is uh, Tuesday tomorrow. night. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. by the time this when this comes out, hopefully we'll be in the midst of a uh, Jays victory. So I remember, never- you know, uh, 2015 obviously was the big playoff run and Joey Bats and the bat flip and all that. And I was I was campaigning for my life. Yeah. As, uh, as an MP, uh, as as the government was going down to defeat to Justin Trudeau and. You know, I just couldn't. I couldn't door knock when the Jays were playing. It, it, it would just piss off the voters. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was, oh my word! And then, and then, I think that whole bat flip thing was going on the same time I was doing an all candidates meeting, and I was so pissed that I was missing the playoff game because I had to do an all candidates meeting. I know that sounds churlish, but I would have liked to have done both. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those things that like you just can't interrupt those games. Like yeah. it's like the entire country is watching, right? Like it's, certainly in Ontario, you know. Oh, uh, well, and I, yeah, yeah, no, for sure in Ontario, but even across the, I mean, you know, it across Canada, they were yeah. watching. I mean, like I remember. Well, here, all who was? Do you remember who was on the mound? Who gave up the home run to Joe Carter from the Phillies? Who? What? You remember him? No, who was? No, he was called the wild thing. It was Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams I remember. I remember that night. Yeah, he ended up getting like death threats and stuff. By the way, from people. Oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, that Didn't was the up. first World Series they won, right? The second. Yeah, one and then do you remember the second one was against the Braves, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I want to say, oh, who was on the mound when they won that game? It wasn't Stottlemyre, but it was. Uh, because remember, it was uh, a guy tried to bunt his way on. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. He was pitching when the Jays won the <laughs> You look it up? Oh, yeah, 100%. Hang, out. Hang on, everybody. Joey's got to look, uh, yeah, Jody's gotta look something up. People <laughs> are probably like, it was so-and-so. It was so-and-so. Uh, who is the catcher of the Toronto? Uh, okay, I can't find this. Oh, well. Anyway. Not, one of our great listeners will let us know. Yeah, it's it, it was... Yeah, I feel like it was, um, and that was 1993, right? No, that was uh, that was 1992. Oh, okay, 92. So 93, 93 was their second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to think of who was on the mound, though. But I mean, at the time, I we knew it was a big thing to win the World Series, but you know, to win two in a row uh, was incredible. And of course, it hasn't been repeated for Toronto oh. fans since then. Mike Timlin, that's what it was. Oh, Timlin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Nixon tried to Nixon tried to bunt. Yeah. That's right. Interesting. Mike well, Timlin. Good, good times for Toronto fans, I yeah, tell you. And uh, and speaking, you t- of, speaking of, again, I got to just mention this because I thought this yeah, was yeah. sad too. Tim Wakefield, again, sticking with baseball, 
who is one of my favorite pitchers of all time. I don't know if you know Tim Wakefield, but he had a great knuckleball or something. Yeah, like I love knuckleball pitchers. First of all, love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so Tim was one of my favorites, and he he passed away last yeah, week. Yeah, it was a young age too, right? Yeah, fifty-seven. My word. So yeah, brain brain cancer. So that's oh, that gosh. was sad. I had I did not. I mean, I haven't followed his obviously after baseball or whatever, but I I thought that was sad. And he was he was I loved watching him. What happened to your NFL team this past weekend? That's that's highly inappropriate and offensive <laughs> that you even bring that up. I guess the same thing that happened to your Raiders team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns lost. Uh, doesn't help when your starting quarterback is injured. You can't oh, play. I know. Oh, yeah. So that was as soon as I saw that because I was I was actually in a big golf event all weekend and I was watching the game at the course on my phone and I tuned in and it starts up and I saw the couple plays in, but then I'm like, wait a sec. I was like, that's not Deshaun Watson. I was yeah, like, oh. No. I knew right there. It was, it was, it's hard in the NFL. It's hard to win with your regular team. Yeah. It's almost impossible to win with your backup quarterback. Although the, the jets put on a, a good show with. Their yeah, but they, they still didn't win. No, but, they didn't. Win. No, they didn't. No, win. But, I mean, it's like a buddy was saying to my, saying to me the other day, like the good teams always find a way to win. That's yeah, what, that's true. what it does. That's what, I mean, yeah. you look at the chiefs, they always find a way to win. The other surprises this week, I for me, I did not. I was surprised the way the Bills manhandled the Dolphins. Oh, especially yeah, it was. Yeah, was what up seventy? Yeah, and uh, the Steelers and the the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals are are one and one and three. Right? Can I can I just uh, just go back to the Chiefs just for one second because of the Taylor Swift thing? And yes, apparently uh, sales of Travis. Kelsey jerseys are up by 400 percent yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> because of Taylor Swift it's and people banana. making their own jerseys that say Swifty on them on the back oh seriously yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah. my gosh and but it's, uh, it's a boon for the NFL to have her at games there's no question about it and apparently she's already working on a new track that if they ever do separate she'll have a new song to go to market with it's, it's going to be called I used to have a tight end Ayo. <laughs> oh, what so, a time yeah. to be alive as we've said right there we yeah go. And she was at his game last night again yeah she was yeah she yeah. was there she was biting her nails though because it was a close one she's committed yeah she's a committed woman yeah um she... politics what's you know there's been a lot that's happened since we've last done a banter show but a lot of it is kind of Kind of gotten stale in terms of the news cycle, but what's uh, well, I didn't, ha- I didn't have an actual Nazi being invited to the House of Commons yeah. on, my, on my bingo card. I gotta say, your bingo card. Although I will say this, I did see, I have been following that. I did see the article about um, because, of course, it was um, National Truth and Reconciliation on the weekend, and, yes. I, and today when we're recording this, the feds take a holiday to honor that. Um, I did see an article where people were calling out Pierre about a picture with where he he said he was uh, met with some Algonquins and it was an Inuk. Uh, anyway, yeah. one thing I look, I when I so when you see again, classic in my opinion again, classic media clickbait because I yeah. read the the headline and I'm like, oh shoot, that's not good, but. Obviously, I wasn't going to jump right to conclusions. Read the story, and I'm like, "There's no freaking story there." 
Like he he didn't say he was only with Algonquins. He didn't say he was only with, you know, this uh, this group. He he literally just made a comment that he had met with some of the Algonquins. And then in one of his pictures was him with the Inuk. And, and like, it's just, I just am so sick of the partisan spin by some of these freaking MPs. They're just like, it's pathetic. Well, and that's the point. It really wasn't a media story until the Trudeau liberals jumped down his throat. Exactly. And, yeah. It's not a story at all, to be no, honest. No. There no. is no story there. But I just, I'm just like, I guess I just, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Maybe I'm too naive, but I just like keep thinking to myself, maybe. Just maybe we could get through something without like somebody, some hack doing some other. Because who was it that who was it that made the comment or the tweet about it? Uh, it Mark a, Miller. Mark Miller. Like, you know, like, screw off, bud. Like, yeah. give me a break, right? Like, no, like, it, it was it was gratuitous, and uh, yeah. there was no, there was no substance to it. No, so. and they should know better, but. They, you know what though? You know what it shows me that they are freaking out though. That's what it tells me. So well, they just uh, they're going from pillar to post, trying to find a way to to drag down his momentum uh, of Pierre Polyev. That's that's what they're yeah. doing. Their days are numbered. So well, they, 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 any government's days are numbered. Yeah, it's just a question of when, right? But uh, yes. yeah, I think I, I know you're. I know what you're saying, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people. I just find it just talking to people, just talking to people. They're they're coming right out and saying that uh, they're they're done with the Trudeau Liberals, and these are not these are not conservative partisans. These are just regular people that I'm talking to. Yeah, and it's amazing how you know for all that Jugmeet Singh does in order to kind of get his name out there. He's just, I, again, maybe I'm not around the, the people that would be his people, but he just does not have any traction amongst the people I talk to anyway, in terms of a, a viable option. It's literally between Trudeau and Polyev. And like you said, most of the people are not giving Trudeau another chance. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they want to, they want to kick the tires with Polyev. I get that. So not everybody's coming on board immediately and he's going to have to continue to do well and talk about the issues that people care about and all of those things that he's doing now. But uh, there's a, certainly a huge opportunity for him. No question about that. My sister uh, sent me a text earlier today, sticking with Polyev. Of course they, him and his wife launched that uh, clothing line called Bring It Home. Yeah. And my sister, my sister lives up in the Guelph, Acton, Milton, Rockwood, all that kind of area. I would say Milton, I guess, is the easiest way to say it. But she was telling me how they've seen quite a few of the, the shirts and hoodies for Bring It Home in the grocery stores up there. Was that right, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she sent me the link and she's like, uh, I need to get some of these. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're very popular. They're very. They started to sell them at the convention in Quebec City uh, in yeah. early September, and uh, uh, they had a, a big merch table there, Jody, and yeah. they were just flying off the shelves. I mean, they couldn't almost couldn't keep them in stock. Well, I think you and I need to get the common sense crew neck. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Maybe you can gift. Uh, gift uh pierre with the young tony sweater i know what would we we got to get our merch going again don't we i think we should yeah there we go well, let's, let's hear from our audience about that tell us whether you want to get some of our merch again because we haven't done that for at least a year now i don't think so 
Yeah, actually, and that's a good that's a good segue into something I wanted to bring up on our Spotify platform. So our yes. our show is on multiple platforms, but on the Spotify one specifically, we now have a, a way to directly engage with with you, the listener. So we're going to be putting up a polling option, and uh, we usually ask a question each week. Um, but I'm going to put up a poll: should we should we bring back merch? Should we offer some more merch? So if you could. Go on there, vote, so we can uh, we can you know maybe make a make a note of that, and then and our listeners can kind of dictate what we do. In fact, and if I go back just to because I forgot about this, but if I go back to I think it was two weeks ago because um, we were just using the polling option uh, when we did the uh, the episode on conservative momentum. Yes. And so we did a poll. Hold on, I'm bringing it up here. We did a poll on is does can Pierre maintain this momentum? If you right. remember, we had a conversation. Yeah, and uh, the majority of votes were that yes, he would. Oh, is that but right? I, okay, good. Yeah, so I think I had said uh, yes, no, or unsure, but the majority of the votes were for yes, he would. So there you go. So again, well, these polls these... just another. What's that? Yeah, let's keep these polls going. I like it. Yeah, so we'll add a poll this week for the merch, and then. Feel free to let us know uh, how you feel, and that's all I got, Tony. I don't know you. You, if you want to pipe in with anything else, you can let her. No, rip. I continue to rate our show and uh, comment on it as well. That helps with the obviously with the algorithms. So please uh, continue with your messages and uh, any thoughts you have uh, would be most appreciated. We as we as we get into our fifth year of this podcast, which is truly amazing, Jody. I know. Uh, not many podcasts can say that they've been around for five years or four years, I guess, in our case, going into the fifth year. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're always seeking to improve and engage with our listeners. We really appreciate you being part of our little podcast family, and we're, we're going to keep on doing it as long as it's fun for us and fun for you. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm just looking right now when our actual first episode was, because I I could scroll I all the way. it was in like in November or something. No, I'm, I thought it was October. Oh, was it? Oh, wait. Oh, it's funny because on Spotify, it shows it only starts on episode four. And uh, that was December 2019. So okay. you might be right. If I mean, because that would have so if there would have been three previous episodes, we probably right. probably started the last week of December or of November. You're November. Right. Yeah, that's what. Uh, and in those days, I I'd, I'd drive to you. And we do them in the same room. You yeah, know, we were doing. Yeah, I know. I pre-COVID at, at the radio, the radio studio, the radio station. Yeah, when you look yeah. at some of the list of people we've had on the show. It's insane. I know we've had a lot of people, and it's it's just great. Yeah, they they've been. Uh, we've been very very blessed to have some great guests. I gotta. We say. even had remember Tenzin Kang's on. Yes, Tenzin. Yeah, he was talking about Buddhist philosophy or something. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that one. So yeah, no, we, we appreciate it all. We really do. Yes. All right. So all right. that wraps it up. Uh, again, thanks to our presenting sponsor each week, Municipal Solutions. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca. We are so appreciative of John's continued support, and uh, we look forward to seeing what's next for them. And uh, I'll let you rhyme off the other ones because you are you're the man for that. No worries. Uh, thanks again to our terrestrial radio partner, Hunters Bay Radio, huntersbayradio.com every Saturday morning. And then 
please order the Har- at the harrislegacy.ca mike harris mike, the harris legacy book harris legacy reflections on a transformational premier as i say the harrislegacy.ca you can order yours now and also visit uh, this uh, new this new podcast called not reserving judgment and you can find that wherever you get your podcasts excellent well tony we will do this again in 7 days enjoy the rest of your week You too.